bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast <laughs> where we talk <laughs> about the week in politics like we're talking about the week in reality TV. And it's New Year's Eve, man. Wow. We are recording wow. this wow. on New Year's Eve, okay? Wow. And we are well aware that no one is going to be listening to this shit, okay? But here we are doing a regular weed episode because it's the end of a decade, the end of an era, and the start of 2020, and we are here for it. C. That's yes in Spanish. <laughs> uh-huh. It is the last day of Scrungy 19, and wow, was she a fickle biatch. <laughs> uh, there were a lot of ups and downs, but ultimately we weathered the storm and were ready to enter the new year and kick some serious motherfucking ass. And the ass kicking begins... Drum roll, please. With a new theme. That's right. Now, everyone, we were toying around with different themes on our Patreon podcast. Tell them how to subscribe to the podcast, Meow Meow. Well, that's all right. You can go to www.patriot.com. Patriot? <laughs> Patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. You're a patriot. I'm a patriot. We're patriots. We are patriots. We are patriots. And doesn't nobody need to tell us we're not patriots? Does nobody does need to nobody <laughs> tell us that we're not patriots? I'm not going to hear we're not patriots because we're not Republicans. What we aren't is nationalistic. That's right. Uh, we're not white nationalists. White nationalists can go to patriot.com. Yeah, they can go to patriot.com. Racist slash go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you never stop fucking yourself. Now, on the patriot.com slash dumb gay politics. You can listen to us do more podcasts that are not politics, but in fact are everything else but politics, where we just like talk about stuff in our lives and like other stuff and right. meet aliens and stuff. And it's $1 for one extra episode and then $2 for two extra episodes. A week. A week. So, and they're hour long? Go do right. it. Patreon.com slash politics. So on Patreon, we were toying around with different themes. We had a theme last year. Scrungy 19. Our, our friend and friend, Julie Lang, mm. she sent us this ritual to do on New Year's right. where you, it's all this whole ritual. If anyone's interested in it, we can post it on our Patreon and you can prove that you're a member and you can sign mm-hmm. up and then you can read that. Mm-hmm. But it involves putting things you want to get out of your life, people, um, habits, and then you burn a candle and do this thing with water and then you throw the water out the front door. <laughs> now, I thought, I guess I looked back at the ritual yesterday to review and that didn't include giving yourself a theme for the year so I guess I got that somewhere else but anyway because we gave ourselves a theme we got a blank check we wrote ourselves a blank check and then we wrote all of our goals on the back of the check and we kept it in our wallet and we named the year scrunchy 19 right 
So on the Patreon, we were discussing new themes like Cheddar 20 Mm -hmm. and things such as. And of a genius member of our Patreon um, whose name is Christopher Bragg. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a good name. He came through in the clutch and provided the theme that will literally (laughs) change all of our lives. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So feel free to share it with your loved ones. But tell them that it won't work unless they subscribe to our Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Hit them with the high meow meow. Okay. We hereby decree (laughs) the coming year as Money 20. Honey, that's a good fucking theme. Money 20. Money 20, bitches. Money 20, bitches. That's the theme. If you want to fucking share it with your loved ones... Don't even think about it unless they sign up for this Patreon. This is for us. This is for us. Don't share the abundance. Don't share the gratitude. Keep it for us. (laughs) So it is. You can't. You can't. And there's not one person who's living right now who doesn't want to go into the new decade, the new decade, the The decade, the new decade without (laughs) saying to yourself, you know what? It's going to be money 20. Now, for us, that means actual money. Physical, literal, actual money. But for you Richies out there, and Julie Lang is one of them, honey, <laughs> you just need to be money all day. Yeah. I'm money. This is going to be money. You're t- my, mm-hmm. my jump shot, my fucking diet. I'm upper echelons. I'm upper crust. My I'm skincare routine. Everything is of the money. Yeah. Everything. You just want to be money. Your performances, your mm-hmm. stand up, your writing, your, your walking, bo- your book reports, your workouts, your, your managerial your meetings. <laughs> all of it mm-hmm. all of it just your, every single your thing you're doing mm-hmm. have it on point have it be money it's money 20 i already went on on a rare appearance on instagram where i <laughs> did have to put a very very subpar i'm gonna go with soccer mom style mm. story uh-huh it was like a as if a as if a, a foreign person wandered into a <laughs> land of a language they didn't speak and attempted to act like they fit in there so that's what I did on Instagram. I wish you would have like post also put on your story like Ooh, uh, <laughs> lunchtime and you could have showed your food. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, you know what I mean? If, if only we had gotten food on our holiday trip it with Johnny. Like popcorn. There would have been a picture of it with a filter on it. I couldn't even take a picture of the f- popcorn without trying to make it look younger. But I'll let everyone know who did see the fucking story is that the very first picture of Meow Meow, Johnny and I. And Johnny, I know you're listening. So happy money 20, bitch. (laughs) I took the picture. There is no filter on it. It was probably number 502 Mm -hmm. approximately of the pictures of the three of us. After a while, Julie just wasn't in any of them anymore because she was wandering (laughs) around fucking looking at stars and talking to herself and shit. And Johnny wouldn't stop. I mean, if you go to his story. Now, that's the president of the land that I wandered into. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what's the filter? He's like, please. I've already shown you. Oh, he showed me a million. Di- he was like, look, you can put sunglasses on your face. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then there it was. Well, I took this picture. I said, finally, we all look in a semblance of human beings because every picture we look like monsters. And Mama goes, let oh. me see. And then erased it. And I go, you erased it. Where is it? And then I couldn't let it go for the next hour. I'm like, we finally took a good one. And Julie fucking deleted it. (laughs) Turns out, sweetie, she posted it on the story. So it's the very first picture on the story. And it does not have a filter on it. And you can tell because the shine on our faces are high shine. But at least it's not the ghouls that we, I mean. 
So there are some filters happening, but on that one, it's filter free, mm-hmm. my, my lords and ladies. So <laughs> zoom away, screenshot and zoom away and see all the wrinklage mm-hmm. you want, but it doesn't have filter on it. So everything else it does. So it's au natural. We're calling that particular picture Jamie Lee Curtis. While I was on Instagram, I went ahead and stopped by Casey Carhart, the young millennial very cute gal that that does my hair this is how you know you're old uh, when you call your the people younger than you a gal she's a cute gal um uh-huh. she's a queen she's my queen and i went ahead and said she posted this picture about when she graduated beauty school and it was just fucking cute meow meow it's like the young kids with their whole lives in front of them and she's so fucking great and i just said Happy Money 20, Casey. Mm. And I just debuted Money 20 for Casey. Oh, good. Because I know Casey is, I think it was Money 19 for her, quite frankly, and Money 18. I think it's been Money every year for everyone else. <laughs> but, but well, it's my $400 hair, hairdos or anything to, to to judge it on. But she's great, and Money 20's out there, and mm-hmm. anyone we deem worthy. I've given it to a few strangers on the street. Oh, you have? Yeah. Because I like to feel like I invented the world for people. Right. And it does. Just say Happy Money 20 to someone and they'll be like, ooh, bitch. But I thought it was Hanukkah. <laughs> it's Money 20? What? They will stop, do a double take and be like, I like that. And it's like, I know you do. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Try it on me, Mimi. Hey, Happy Money 20. <gasps> I like that. I know you do. Good. <laughs> you, you made it your own. And I appreciated that. Now, I want to... I want to talk about some of our gifts, which are going to shoot off our money 20 right in style. Okay. People have been really taking care of us. An amazing, sweet, fucking single tear droplet card came in. <laughs> and on the red envelope is an artist's rendering of you and I. <laughs> right? By and it is beautiful. Julie and Brandy. Mm-hmm. Julie's there right above her name. And looking like me. Boyish and cute with a little mischievous smile. And there's me with some stringy hair, just (laughs) like real life. (laughs) So here's what it says. I have been a fan since 2007, Julie. And when Brandy joined the squad, I was down. I'm a Jewy outcast from the Valley who wishes she was cool enough to be gay and into drugs. But I'm just a geek who loves old music and wine. 2017 well that does sound like a lesbian (laughs) 2017 was the hardest year of my life i couldn't get pregnant my sister died and my health sucked i joined the patreon and would listen while i walked hundreds of miles laughing crying and being grateful for my ladies in quotes then at the end of the year after finding my inner strength i got pregnant now i still take my long walks laughing with my favorite two ladies with my little daughter I am so, so grateful for you both. Oh, my God. I'm going to start crying. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. We impregnated her. (laughs) That is so sweet. That is sweet. So here's a picture. That is sweet. So her her daughter's name, we think it says Nixie B. Okay. Um, It is such a fucking cute picture of her and her little girl. (laughs) I can't stop crying. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) That's super cute. So her name is Jess. I can't tell if her last name is Guestman. Jessica Guestman, maybe. And at the end, she put, life is better with Jewel and Braun. (laughs) (laughs) Which we like loved and thought is so funny. Life is better with Jewel and Braun. Life is better with Jewel and Braun. (laughs) Oh, my God. Jess, it's 
your baby is so cute. So you cute. are so cute. Thank you so much for freaking saying that. Yeah, like so nice. 2017 <laughs> sucked for us too. <laughs> yeah. But um, money twenties it. We got Nixie going right. What if she's like um. Her name's Tracy. Her I don't... name is also Nichelle. Her name is Nichelle like, Boudoir. We feel hell, strongly that it says Nixie. I mean, what? It looks like it says Nixie B. So hopefully. It's pronounced Niche. Hopefully it does. Niche. But Bo. It's pronounced Niche Bo. It was such a sweet, sweet card. And it's such a sweet picture. And she's so goddamn cute. And. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. And Money 20 is going to be it. We're going to get so many more little Nixies on. The, we're going to impregnate everyone who listens. <laughs> Every single person who listens. God, I got to get myself together. So sweet. Okay. So sweet. Okay. I think I'm back. Okay. Ma'am, do you remember Robbie who we met at the CNN town hall? Yes, I do. Well, he sent us a care package. Um... We're not going to say his last name. We have before. If you need to know Robbie's last name, he is very sexy. He is in a relish, mm. but he is very sexy. And if you need to know his last name so you can lurk and find him on social media, you're going to have to go back to the episode where we talked about the <laughs> CNN town hall um, or join the Patreon. But we're not going to say his last name here because Robbie went ahead and sent us a care package full of pilfered and stolen candy <laughs> from Facebook. And L- not- literally. And here's the bag right here. And nothing tastes better than Hershey's mm-hmm. kisses stolen right out of Mark Zuckerberg's yes. fucking evil pocket. Yes, that's right. I like to think of him in the like. I can just see it too. You know the spread there is oh massive. I don't it's know all jars of everything and how you don't just go and steal from that every single day. People have to. I don't right? know how Robbie was. I got access to Facebook or what his history is, but. Anytime you can get some shit from Mark, I'm Jewish, but I look like a Nazi Zuckerberg, <laughs> we invite you to do it and send it our way. He also sent us champagne, yeah. little circle SpaghettiOs for us to do when uh, we make our homemade SpaghettiOs. Mm-hmm. So we've been eating the candy, Robbie. We've- we sure have. <laughs> it's great. And Dumpling's been laying on it. He loves laying on like like what non-smooth, weird surfaces. Uncomfortable bags of candy. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Okay, so Paris and Jennifer Ton, a.k.a. the Ton sisters. Yes. Original 14, these two girls. We love them. We got them up there. Meow, meow. I see them. We love them to pieces. They really shut our Christmas game down. Um, <laughs> uh, Paging Sarah Decker. Wow. Are you listening, Sarah Decker? They sent to us three artisanal painted artist renderings. Yeah. From a fucking artist in Silver Lake. That's just, I don't know if you guys ordered it on Etsy, but the box came from Silver Lake and which makes it even more special because we're going to just drive over to the guy's house (laughs) and be like, what else do you have in there, bud? It's three artist renderings from the Big Lebowski. We got Donnie, the dude and Walter in the bowling alley. Mm -hmm. The the classic scene, eight year olds, dude. That's the scene. (laughs) That's the frame. We got. The dude sitting on the toilet and he put he made them in like pop art colors. Yeah, the color. The colors are fucking awesome. Beautiful. And then we got the dude smoking the dube yeah. in the bath <laughs> in the top. It's the close up. We are putting these in a triple going down frame. Mm-hmm. A triptych. Yeah. And they're going to it's in fact going to go near Sarah Decker's fucking Monet version of <laughs> Van Gogh Trek. version of Star Trek, which is funny because Sarah Decker is our Lebowski fan. 
It's art. Full art. Full art. So you're not wrong, Walter. You're just an asshole. And we love that fucking movie. <laughs> and we love the Ton sisters. And it's it's a merry fucking Christmaca, isn't it? Merry Christmaca. End of Scrungy 19. I mean. Now don't get us started on Donna. Donna. <laughs> Donna. It's Shauna. It's Shauna <laughs> from Ferris Bueller. But we like to say Donna. Yeah. Um, this was, uh, I, we're not gonna, no, again. Now, Donna Williams, guys, you might remember a little while ago from a, when a gal named Donna Williams sent us some overly generous gift cards from New Jersey and simply wrote on, hand wrote, I'm pretty sure with a pencil on a scrap piece of paper, enjoy, exclamation point, (laughs) Donna. And I was like, did she just send us hundreds of dollars in gift cards and then write, enjoy Donna? <laughs> and this time she went ahead and it she she sent us an Amazon gift card that is so inappropriately <laughs> large that we don't even know how to. We had to get a magnifying glass and glasses <laughs> to make sure that we were seeing I go, the right I think thing. I'm reading this wrong. We went, I had to put it under some <laughs> surveillance so that I could understand what I was looking at. And then still didn't. No. And we're like, wait. So the only reason that we can on any level even accept this is one, Donna, I don't understand if she's a Getty, <laughs> if she's um, a Rockefeller, but she, right now she's going by Williams. Mm-hmm. She wrote, J&B, happy holidays from one of your original 14. Thanks for all the laughs. Again, no picture. Sorry. P.S. This is a re-gift. D.W. Okay. Donna didn't even sign her full name this time. Mm-hmm. Wrote D.W. Mm-hmm. Sent us an obscene amount of money in the mail via Chinazon and then said no pic. Sorry. And that it's a re-gift. <laughs> it's a re-gift. Which is... Uh, who even get who what circles are giving these i'm thrilled that a rockefeller is one of our original 14 oh my god and that is so glaringly Beyond. unconcerned with Beyond. anything that we insist that she do enjoy donna <laughs> we're like whoa so i mean the christmas card says be merry and bright i can't tell you we haven't even we just look at the balance we're just like Oh my God. We like to just, I don't know. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's money 20 already. It's money 20 already. (laughs) So fucking cool. Yeah. Thank you so much, Donna. Thank you, everyone, so far. We're still going. I don't need your notes, babe. Everyone shut the fuck up. Okay. (laughs) Jess Mahan, Mm. one of the very first listeners to ever send us a pic. She's the opposite of Donna. She was one of the very first people to ever send us a pic for the drug den bulletin board. She's literally up on the board next to me and Obama and our wedding pic in the corner. Oh, yeah. There she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poppy and Kel and their kooky googly eyes and the tongues hanging out in her car have been up since the beginning of our bulletin board. She's so pretty. She's like young millennial type with her dogs. (laughs) She sent us a box of tissue and hand soap. Okay. It's as if we're teenage boys. I mean, and beyond. (laughs) And and it's funny because ironically, nothing makes you luxuriate more than an, than an, an excess amount of hand soap. Yep. I want, I don't want to be at the bottom of the hand soap. Right. Jess knows this because she's heard me complain that I got to add water to yours mm-hmm. or I go in and it's already has water in it. 
and and I know um, the thing about the tissues. Everybody knows we need tissues. We want them. We covet them. It's the rich person's life. When you start to think, no, I can go back to toilet paper. We just spent two weeks at an Airbnb in Joshua Tree where they didn't provide tissues. It was hell. Yeah. It was hell. We had to take a special trip out to the Walmart just to get Kleenex. Sometimes when there's no Kleenex and you blow your nose while going to the bathroom. You fart? Uh, no. Oh. Well, maybe. Well, you do. Probably. Okay. No, but. In addition? But yeah, <laughs> was, I wasn't even thinking that. But you are going to the bathroom and then because there's no, you use toilet paper, blow your nose and then use the toilet paper to wipe. <laughs> the same one you have your nose in? Correct. You think, can I make it work? But a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't I try to be mm-hmm. I'm conservative with the TP. Yeah, I've tried to make it work. And then do you get no stuff on the TP? Well, and then I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, you got it unless you get a bit mm-hmm. you unless you grab too much of a chunk of the TP off. Right. The thing is like the TP has a I like to get Charmin Ultra Soft. You know this. I do. It, it, if you don't get the Ultra Soft, it's too scratchy for my nose. And if I do get the Ultra Soft, the truth is it's too linty. Linty. It's too linty for your That's nose. That's true. It's too fucking ah. linty. So Jess, we are going to luxuriate because the endless amount of Kleenex and it's nice hand soap too. It's like a hand soap that ladies use. I know I'm going to have ladies and like spas. That's right. And we're going to clean, clean, clean the hands, hands, hands. I love it. I love her. She apparently got married, did not ask our permission, did not (laughs) hold up a picture that said two buggers that just got married with our pictures, but we will forgive you, Jess. Her new last name is Weber. She married like I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with uh, Jason Weber. What are you gonna go okay. with? Okay, I'm gonna go with. <laughs> let's see. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Ben. Ooh, cute Ben Weber. Kind of rhymes. Ben Weber. It's what? Eh, eh. But Ben's a cute name for Jess. Jess and Ben is cute. Yeah. You might be right there. Cute. You look good there. Did you just get a shot and just came to me? Wow. Okay. Let us know, Jess. Congratulations on your marriage. Keep the tissues flowing. Um. Thank you for the updated pick of Poppy and Kel. Mm-hmm. I love Poppy. And Kel. I know Julie's so jealous that those are your dogs, um, and she's I like, can't. "Why does she? Where did she get those?" I love a scraggly little. They look fucking. There's some kind of terrier mixed with Schnauzer. Like with, they look or maybe like maybe with even Chihuahua. Well, they've got a. They've. They're just they. They're a bright shining light in I mean, the world the of dogs. Of those dogs. <laughs> I mean, honestly. I can't take it. Okay, so and lastly, Quinn and Jimena, they already sent us the Christmas card. Hello, Quinn and Jimena. Now, you guys, you whores. They we thought that they just sent us a Christmas card with their pictures for the drug den bulletin mm-hmm. board. We got it ready to go up. Mm-hmm. They sent us Ursa Major travel kit. Yeah, and why is this important, Meow Meow? Well, Ursa Major is a star, right? You told me it was the Big Dipper. Yeah, isn't it? What? That's not why it's important, though. Why it's important oh. is that a mystery box of Ursa Major face wipes showed up to our mailbox last year. And it's baller-ass face wipes. This company makes baller-ass skincare. All of the face wipes are individually wrapped. I have been living and loving every minute. The card said something like, my partner and I love these or something along the lines with no signature. And I'm like, who the fuck just sent these? 
and I've been wanting to know for a year. And it has to be them. It has to be them. Quinn and Jimena. That's it. Thank you guys so much for this travel box. We are taking it to Australia, aren't we? Yes, we are. <laughs> We're taking it we to are, Australia. Babe. We're going <laughs> to take Ursa Major to when we just travel over to Sydney and go to Bondi. Sorry about the fires. I have to clean up my. Sorry, it's bur- everything's burning to death, Bondi. But you I love mean, those me. firemen. Wait, who am I? I'm. Babe, babe must love okay. those thick deeks on the firemen. I set a fire down uh, down <laughs> below. If you know what I mean. <laughs> if you know what I mean, babe. There's a fire down below. <laughs> what I mean, uh, below my breeches, my breeches, babe. <laughs> uh, not to mention, I keep setting fires in the backyard. Babe. Fires? Wait, I keep <laughs> why are we set- going fires? Keep setting fi- fires. Fire. How do you? How would they say fire? I don't know. We got to get Renee McCann's a flame book out. A fire back then, babe. We're gonna have to finish season two of um, we are. Inst- Instinct Instinct Hotel. Instinct Hotel before we go off to Australia. But don't worry, guys. <laughs> it is time for us to get to Eye of the Shitstorm. But don't worry, because we will be um, bragging about Australia for the next two months. So <laughs> don't don't get sad. We're cutting it off early. You take some shit, put it up on the wall, check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck, put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. Tis the season <laughs> to impeach. And that is just what Congress motherfucking did. We should say actually half of Congress. So... The House of Representatives impeached Trump, okay? And Nance Pelosi is the Speaker of the House, a.k.a. the leader, the boss, the dear leader, the HBIC, (laughs) and most importantly, the third in line for the presidency. Try don't. Try don't not forgetting that. (laughs) Um, Okay? You know what I mean? She's third in line for the presidency. So if anything were to happen to Trump or Vice President Prince... I I think it's important to say Vice President because... I don't think people really know who he is. Right. You don't hear much about Mike Pence. No, he's just sitting he's, there yeah. being evil he in the is, background. He is. He stays in the cut. He's, Maybe if they both got into a tragic shark accident, mm. there goes Nance Pelosi. She's third oh, in line. Exactly. So don't not forget to remember that. <laughs> Thank you. So President Pelosi led the charge on impeaching Trump. And now that the House of Representatives voted, the vote is supposed to move over to the Senate. But the Senate has more Republicans than Democrats and is led by evil incarnate Mitch McTurtle. And there's no way that they're going to vote to impeach Trump. So it will never actually go through. No. Okay. And that's what happened with Clinton. Right. So this leaves President Pelosi in a conundrum. She doesn't want to have to stare at Trump's bloated, (laughs) smug face when the Senate overturns her impeachment. And she sure as shit don't want to ruin everyone's Christmas with it. So as of now, she's withholding the articles of impeachment. That is the shitstorm. Nance Pelosi is withholding the articles of impeachment. And she is not sending them on to the Senate to be shot down. She basically gave the entire Trump family a Christmas present that sat right in the middle of their white privilege holiday (laughs) party with a card addressed to Trump and Melania and Ivanka and Jared and Don Jr. and Eric and all their disgusting wives and mistresses that read, (laughs) literally, no one (laughs) likes you. Love the entire world. I mean... That's basically I, what I she did. That, that is what she did. 
She said, fuck you all. I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you just get away with it. We're going to. I know that the Senate is never going to come around. Mitch McConnell, all of them, Lindsey Graham, every single one of them. They're all being like, we don't need no more. We're all we're not fair and balanced. This isn't even a trial. We're done. Uh -uh. We're send them over. We're going to vote them. No impeachment. And she's like, we need to have a, a you can't even at least pretend, at least pretend that you're going to be fair. Regardless of if they have a fair trial or not, they're going to overturn the impeachment. And I'm just happy that she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and ruin your Christmas. Yeah. And I'm not going to let you ruin everyone else's by having the Senate quickly be like, oh, yeah, we're overturning that. And she's like, no, we're going to sit and enjoy this through Christmas. (laughs) We're all going to sit and enjoy this. And we know from different accounts that we've seen, besides the fact that he has Trump has been nonstop tweeting at Nancy Pelosi all through Christmas, all through these holidays, and he will all through New Year's nonstop tweeting her. We also know from different, you know, accounts that he's he's fucking it's hanging around. The Trump right. monkey is on the his back. I mean, the, on, impe- uh, yeah. the impeachment monkey's on his back. Right. And he gave that bizarre two and a half hour rally in Michigan where it was he was he was off his fucking tanning bed i mean i mean the tanning bed had also the the florida sun on top of it because the skin was glowing neon i i mean at one point he was like and then there was the the water and the washing machines and the showering and the what he was insane yeah and julie's like you're already saying and i'm like do you see his tan how's he so tan (laughs) he's 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 like it's fun Oh, it's right. still fun. It's like, he what? Said, right. He said, I'm having a good time. It's not even real impeachment. It's like impeachment light. That did make me laugh. And he made me laugh a couple times in it. Yeah. He's he's when he's feeling insane. He is funnier. <laughs> he I is. mean, he's he's unhinged right now. And he's the funniest when he's unhinged. Yeah. And he's um and in fact, like probably any good comic, he's not having fun. Right. He's scared for his life. And right. he's so his darkness is is unhinging him. And then he's more funny. You know what I mean? Yes. He's covering his tracks. He's covering his right. lies. And he's he's not home. No one's the lights are on, no. but no one's home. And he's no. completely unstable and unhinged. And it's great. And Nancy Pelosi is literally like probably getting a manicure like, yeah, no, he's fucking um, he's upset. Oh, her <laughs> her daughter, who we've never seen before, was on the news and she was they were like, well, what did you talk about? Did you talk about impeachment at Christmas? And she's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. No, <laughs> we had a wonderful time and we just we didn't actually No, But and it's like that. I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Like you didn't talk about the impeachment in the you have a huge family. You're come on yourself. Sixty like your and your kid was at your grandkid alone was at the fucking oh, remember please. when she got sworn in or whatever. The, the minute Nance Pelos walked in the door, they were like, hi, what the fuck is oh, yeah. going on? I'm sure it was a standing ovation by her oh, own family. Please. A slow clap and confetti. I want to know. So how does it work? And then what will you do? And do you actually have physical articles? I, I mean, mean, we haven't even been every holiday party we've been at. And I'm not going to lie. The hoarseness in my voice, the congestion in just my left nostril. <laughs> will let you know. We've been at a lot of holiday parties <laughs> and Every single one, it's all, is she going to keep the articles? Yeah. Tom, is she going to keep the articles? <laughs> yeah, she's going to keep the articles. Is she, is she, I mean, people are saying they're putting pressure on her. No, she's obviously going to keep the articles. Right, Mamie I mean, it was like. Around and around. Around every party. and around and around. Not just one. Oh, no, because they're also like, this is crazy. Or why can't we just get on with it? 
So he's tweeting her. So basically, ma'am, what he did is, and I did go through the tweets, and it's fun to jump on his Twitter once in a while because I never yeah, do. I, I just I just don't go through yeah. on social media anyway, and I think I do follow him. I do. Um, so I never look at my feed or whatever. But yeah. so I just went right to his page, which I never usually do. Yeah. And as far as Nance Pelosi goes, because in between it's like, oh, sorry about the Jewish thing and the thing <laughs> and the shooting and whatever. It's like that kind of stuff. But then mainly with Nancy Pelosi, he vacillated between retweeting Russian bot trolls. OK, he's retweeting randos. They're not verified. They're complete and utter randos that are just like, you're the best president that ever lived. And just write thanks with an exclamation point. And I'm like, what are you fucking? Are you Countess Luann? Do you think if we sent a text that was like, <laughs> you are un, you are unbelievable or you are like something where it could be either way, would he go, thank you? No, you couldn't get him like that. And plus, he'd, he'd click on the he'd click on the profile and be oh. like, uh oh. But if we created a fake profile and we're like, you're you know, you are people don't understand. Oh, we could get him to retweet in a second. And he'd go, thanks. Like he's a housewife. So. He basically retweets bot trolls and then he he quotes as he's watching Fox News. Mm. So he'll quote Fox News and then he'll, you know, give the at handle of like Brit Bear or whoever the whatever their uh, fucking names are. Mm. So he'll he'll put whatever dumb idiot said it a compliment about him. So one of the ones he did that was just on his own, he just wrote this himself. And he wrote Crazy Nancy Pelosi Pelosi should spend more time in her decaying city and less time on the impeachment. House. <laughs> oh my god. San Francisco? <laughs> is well, it, I'm sorry. Is it a decaying yeah, city? Yeah, because of the homeless. And then he has all this shit about the homeless in California and New York. And he's throwing in New York, but he's hammering California because it's all about hammering Nancy Pelosi. So then he called her Crazy Nancy and literally retweeted a fake conspiracy video. It's a fake video that has been removed from social media. It was only on social media. It's been removed. They don't bother removing things. They don't. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't even remove fake things. So wow. it's that atrocious that it's been removed. And the video is like uh, under the heading OANN exposes the those Democrats with rats all capitalized and their Ukraine ties. Joe and Hunter and Nancy and Paul seems like it's a family affair. What's going on here? Pay attention to a minute 13 in this video. As it has been removed from social media. So it's some. I wish we could see it. Like you're tweeting videos about how Nancy Pelosi has Ukraine ties. Who even. Just give everyone a break. Like nobody has deeper ties than building a Trump Tower in Moscow, sir. I don't fucking care. Like. Hunter Biden, Schmunter Biden, okay? I mean, really, Jared Kushner practically lives in Israel. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? You are building a, one of your hotels, doing a hotel deal, doing a business deal with Moscow while you were running for president. You're the one with the ties. You. Yeah. You. It's so annoying. So then he tweeted... Democrats repeatedly claimed impeachment was an urgent matter, but now Nancy Pelosi uses stall tactics to obstruct the Senate. It's all part of the impeachment hoax. Impeachment hoax is like his new favorite thing. Impeachment hoax. Impeachment hoax. It's always a hoax. All a hoax and a hunt. I bet you when that that list comes out of like the most overused words. And remember last year, 
the list came out and on the list was fucking um what's it called with Russia? What they wanted to prove that he did um collusion. Oh yeah, collusion. So collusion was on the list and everyone's like collusion my fucking ass. Yeah. I swear hoax is going to be on it. Hoax and hunts, witch we, hunts. We should never have to hear the word hoax. This no. isn't fucking charmed. I don't want to see Alyssa Milano <laughs> coming in the room talking about Mekaleka high, Mekahiney ho. <laughs> we don't want a hoax. We don't want to spell. It's nothing. It's not magic. None of it. It's not a trick. It's not an illusion. <laughs> no. Um, it's, it's not, not abracadabra. No, no. Stop saying the word fucking hoax. It will be on the list, you guys. It will be on the list. I'm hereby decreeing money 20 <laughs> and hoax is on the list of words I, I, I believe that right. have got to go. So, meow, meow. Do you know the official reason that Nance Pelosi gave for withholding the shit from Mitch Maturtle? I thought the official reason was that because she didn't want to give them the articles until she knew that there was going to be what the rules of the trial were going to be so she could pick her trial managers. Right. So like a fair trial. That's right. right. I knew you'd known. You're so good. So, but did you know that in the weekly press conference that she gives, I didn't even know she gave a weekly press conference. Mm -hmm. This is why no one should listen to this podcast and why no one does except for 14 people. So in the press conference, she said, so basically... Mitch Maturtle is not allowing for the fair trial, okay? Just like he holds every bill hostage, 400 plus bills. Right. From everything from voting rights to fucking, you know, everything. Aid to wherever, mm-hmm. every single thing that matters, education, environment, anything that matters to us is he is not allowing it across the desk. Right. So nothing gets done. So when that's why when Trump goes the do nothing Democrats, the truth is it's actually the do nothing Republicans. And it's particularly and it's him. Mitch McConnell. Right. He's Unless the, it's judges or Trump's weird right. deregulation. And he's the real president. And yeah. he has been even since Obama, unfortunately, which is why the last two years of Obama sucked ass. Yeah. It was because of him. So he's holding everything hostage. He's, hold, he's, he's even holding the trial hostage. He said point blank that he he's not going to hear any testimony or allow any witnesses from anything that will implicate Trump in any way. He's right. point blank said that. Right. He's literally said it's not supposed I don't need to be unbiased. I don't need to be bipartisan. I'm a Republican. I don't want him impeached. I'm not going to allow. Right. He's point blank said this, you guys. So in her weekly press conference, Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi said the founding fathers created impeachment in order to remove a rogue president. But it's clear that they never imagined that there would be a rogue president and a rogue Senate leader at the same time. That's that's what's up. It's completely what's up. That is what's up. Mitch McConnell. And that's why we are. He has broken the Constitution. He literally broke. He broke the Constitution. And that's why we here say, fuck the founding fathers. Mm -hmm. You were the first one to say that. If anybody needs to go back and listen to you. (laughs) Was it a judge, Julie? Uh, Probably not a judge. Was it a skew? Maybe it was a skew. I don't remember. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, listen. We got to appreciate what the what they brought to the table and credit where credit's due. But I mean, not for nothing. Slave owners, all one men, white men. They're all white just, old men. You know who, what I mean? Who were who were, and, didn't want to lose their power is what you said. I'm pretty sure. Was it a judge? Julie? And it was also in a very, very basic, basic, basic time. So at the very beginning of the country, the very beginning and what the the main crux of the entire their entire thing of America is to have independent power from England. So in order to have that, how are we going to do that? They didn't have any other... They didn't know about anything else going on. You know, abortion and 
gay rights and any rights and any rights except their own and whatever they just wanted to not pay taxes to not be uh, not be represented and to be able to have this become what right no taxation without (laughs) representation there weren't even 50 states there were 13 exactly so so there were five people in the country fuck off founding fathers Mitch McConnell and the Republicans have hacked the fucking Constitution. They found a life hack. I'm surprised it's not on YouTube along with like how to use like magic erasers to clean off like smudges on your car. They've hacked it. They've broken it. We need a different system. There is no checks and balances now. Regardless of us taking over the House, Democrats own the House, Republicans own the Senate. Now there's a gridlock and nothing gets done. Nobody, still nobody wins. Nothing's getting done. Something needs to change. And at least it begins with like calling out the fucking this bullshit. So all of the Republican slash Democrat impeachment drama is the perfect segue, Meow Meow, into our newly invented segment called Leaving people voicemails. Believe it or not, George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out before I pick up the phone. Where could I be? (laughs) Believe it or not, I'm not home. George, pick up. I know you're screening for Allison. Hey. So, coffee shop? No, I can't. She knows I go there. It's not secure. Hey, I got another call coming in. I gotta let the machine get it. Bye. <laughs> Believe it or not, George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not home. This is only the second time we've done the segment called leaving people voicemails and we've already outdone ourselves (laughs) okay the title is pretty self-explanatory but basically it consists of people leaving other people voicemails okay for the inaugural segment julie left a voicemail for fecal face Stephen miller (laughs) it was an epic voicemail that everyone must hear so if you missed it check out our episode from december 17th and take a listen It's like a warm and comforting cashmere throw. You're going to want to curl up with it and never let it go. And speaking of never letting it go, Julie couldn't let it go either and needed to call every number known to mankind until she managed to actually get Stephen Miller on the actual goddamn phone. And then he hung up on me. Shocking. And then he probably deported 10 people just so he could feel clean again, meow meow. (laughs) So you can thank yourself for that. So we thought we would. Julie's been dying to tell you guys about how she got through to Stephen Miller and I mean I haven't even heard this myself because she was like I got through to Stephen Miller and I was like what and she was like I kept calling him and I'm like ew <laughs> what'd he do and she's like he hung up on me and I'm like oh my god and she's like I recorded it I'm like I can't I can't I can't so she was so excited and truly um, motivated to go actually off on him that she just kept bugging she just kept bugging like a true constituent does i'm nervous like is it embarrassing (laughs) i keep feeling too embarrassed and like it's gonna be too cringy for me to listen to but she's not embarrassed at all she doesn't make her cringe at all so i don't know i'm nervous are you guys 
Oh my god. This is Steven. <laughs> this is Steven Miller? Yes. Hi, Steven Miller. My name is Julie Goldman. I'm the host of the Politics Podcast. We're out of LA. I was wondering if you'd be interested or have time. <laughs> oh my god. It sounded like a woman when he answered. Did His voice is so, but then when he was like, yeah, like then you were like, oh, there he is. Yeah, but I didn't think that sounded when he said, this is Steven. No, like that's why I was like, this is Stephen Miller? And you go, hi, Stephen Miller. Oh my God, man, this is so crazy. I had never heard that. Fucking genius. Oh my God, you guys. Can you guys take it? I'm so hot. I'm I like, wish. I mean, then, and then, of course, now I'm doing the thing that you do after auditions. I'm like, fuck, man, maybe I should just say that I was from like, I was from Starburns, or if I had not said my whole name, or I should could have set it up better. Oh, fuck. You know? Yeah. <sighs> I know. I just wish that I could have kept him longer or something. But and that's the reason oh well. why this segment is called leaving people voicemails, because the likelihood of getting through one is already very slim. And if it happens, the likelihood of someone actually staying on the phone is next to none. It's about the voicemail. I mean, really, yeah. if you talk to the person, you got to be like, do you want I will? Yeah, you got to just be a guest. But if not, yeah. and you can't, you can't be, you can't really say what you want because you're, no. it's a dance to try to make them stay on the phone. Exactly. And nobody wants to have to do that. No. Nobody, we don't want you particularly, but anyone in this segment to ever have to edit themselves. No, that's what's so great about it. We want them to just leave exactly what they want to say. And that person will hear it. Exactly. So, unlike Stephen Miller, who who heard your voicemail, but he didn't hear it in person because he hung right up on you. Right. So upon realizing that Julie has um, obsessive compulsive voicemail disorder, <laughs> which ki- which kicks in once she leaves one, um, we basically decided to outsource this next voicemail to our showbiz friend Michael Avenatti. Now Michael Avenatti was a super successful attorney before he became the lawyer for Stormy Daniels, who is a porn actress that Trump banged after some celebrity golf tournament. We asked Michael um, who he would want to leave a voicemail for out of anyone in politics, and he chose Lindsey Graham. (laughs) Okay, so for those of you who don't know, Lindsey Graham is a Republican senator from South Carolina. When it comes to Congress, I must say he is one of our personal favorites. Mm -hmm. He's hilarious. He's Southern. He's a hypocrite. And even though he spends (laughs) most of his time in his closet... He still manages to find the time to follow Trump around golfing with him and kissing his ass. Mm -hmm. We have to admit that our love for him has waned a bit with this latest round of impeachment hypocrisy and his entertainment facta continues to take a nosedive with each round of interviews that he does. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad, really. Here's a clip of him from 1998 supporting the impeachment of Bill Clinton and a clip of him from now talking shit on the impeachment of Trump. The guy's all over the place, and it's starting to get annoying even for us who love to hate him. We love okay, I mean, to hate him. And if you ooh. see the 1998 clip, which oh, we you have. Gotta, you have to see. Oh, she looks pretty ooh. in 98. Ooh, I she mean, looks feminine. I mean. She's, she's filled out in the face. She almost looks like she's wearing eye makeup. Yeah, she does. She... <laughs> Has just come from the bathroom stall <laughs> I mean, where she tap, tap, mm-mm. tap, tap, danced a foot under the <laughs> mm-hmm. fucking stall. I mean, it's it's Lindsey Graham is like the Khloe Kardashian of politics for that's, us. That's right. You came up with that. That's right. 
<laughs> we were trying to think. Yeah, who do we love? Like and it's perfect. It's perfect. It's, it is. He's funny. He's annoying. He's cute. He's doing shit on the down low. We don't really know where his loyalties lie. He's hiding something. And he's starting to think his shit don't stink. And he needs to be put in his place stat. And so is she, if we're getting well, real. Well, that's And that's exactly. And it bugs. Yeah. So, and before anyone comes out of the woodwork all butthurt that we like Lindsey Graham, we don't need your notes, babe. Okay? Seriously. <laughs> he existed long before this Trump version of him. Somewhere deep down inside, the guy still exists who used to be besties with John McCain and whose biggest problem was trying to find a glory hole with no hidden cameras, okay? I like fucking Lindsey Graham. I don't even want him out of the Senate, okay? Mm -hmm. But like Chloe, like Meow Meow pointed out, we miss the fluffier, softer version of Lindsey Graham. And funnier. Exactly. So here's the clips. We'll start with, it starts with the Bill Clinton. This is from, okay, so this is him, and it's important to know that he was... One of the impeachment managers. He was a part of the impeachment trial. Okay. Okay. So he was like in it. And she was looking pretty. She was looking pretty. <laughs> and she was proud of it. She was mad that okay. Bill Clinton got his fucking cigar up a lady's thing. And now listen to what she said about the Bill Clinton. Okay. This is about <laughs> a person out of control oh. who took the law, turned it upside down. Uh-huh. Every time there was a crossroads. We wouldn't know it wasn't about Trump. Legal Imagine he's talking nation, about Trump, literally. He's the chief law enforcement officer of the land. He encouraged people to lie for him. He lied. Trump, I think Trump. he obstructed <laughs> I mean, justice. Trump. I think there's a compelling case that he has, in fact, engaged in conduct that would be better for him to leave office than to stay in office. Please give us a chance, American people. Same, this is him on the Senate the floor. Did, actually did. did. I know what people want to do with this case. I know they want to get it over. I know many of them don't want the president to be impeached. But I've got a duty Trump. far greater I've got a than duty. just getting to the next election. <laughs> Some House members have said, I will not vote for an impeachment. You. Let me tell you. Please don't say that until you understand what you're voting on. Oh, members of the Senate really? have said, I understand His everything there is about voice. this case and I won't vote to impeach the president. Please allow the facts to do the talking. Don't decide the case before the case is in. He's so angry now. He's so angry. And this is what his the love of his life died. He That's right. You know what I mean? Like he's never out. He you can it's it's bubbling out. It's 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 his life's blood and force is being darkened and crusted and darkened and darkened because the motherfucker can't come out well so now we have the clip of him now you guys so that was that was back in that was i mean literally that was 1998 mm -hmm. so that was you know 20 fucking years ago so here's him from fox news recently with brett bear that's the guy that looks like the big football player oh god and he basically setting up the fact that like everyone is playing all these clips of Lindsey Graham from the Clinton trial. Being just like, like we just did. Exactly. Saying he's a fucking hypocrite. Right. Now, Fox News, of course, is never going to say that, but he infers it and allows Lindsey Graham. Right. That he wrote with writers for an hour before he went on. OK, be prepared. We're going to ask you how everyone's calling you hypocrite. What's your answer? Right. So this is his prepared answer with his whole staff. Right. I'm not going to play the sound bites from your time as a yeah, house manager. That's right. You can't. Um, well, I mean, I had a list of them, but yeah. I'm not going to play them now. Sure. Because I'm sure you did. Around this bush, yeah. how do you? He's never been around a bush unless there was a fucking <laughs> sausage in it. Uh, every other impeachment has been conducted by outside counsel, 
in the Clinton case, uh, Clinton's lawyer was allowed to be present. Uh, I love him uh, so much. <laughs> like just even listening to his making voice. A case against the president. Mueller spent years investigating President Trump. If Mueller had found something, I would have treated it differently. This is the first. And what, time by the way, what Ken Starr found was that Clinton started in was Intel fucking around with Monica Lewinsky. Lawyers were That's denied what he found. To those hearings. Like he couldn't call witnesses. This thing is a sham. It is unlike anything known to the rule of law. You can't get a parking ticket based on what they did to President Trump. They're denying him you rights can in to LA. confront his accuser, to call uh-huh. witnesses on his behalf, to have counsel. This whole thing is a sham. I want it to end, but we will listen to the House's case. The president will be allowed to weigh in. Then we're going to vote. The one thing I'm not going to do is make a uh, support a motion to dismiss. I want this. His accent to be hasn't even gotten less in 20 get years. Every Republicans mm-hmm. vote for acquittal, and I think he'll pick up some Democratic votes for acquittal. Talk to him today. I said, how are you doing? Well, I'm being impeached. Other than that, I'm doing okay. <laughs> I mean, that's funny. Uh, I think that's thanks he, to Nance Pelosi. Um, sees this as a partisan exercise. I he's think so he's worried about the effect it will have happy on the and proud presidency you can say, itself. Just talk to the president. Loves but it. I told him, Mr. Like president, when you look at the last week, you've accomplished some things that would be a great year for any normal president. Really? Uh, your legacy is going to now include being impeached by the House. Acquitted by the Senate. The question is, will it be more than that? And I'm assured him, I assured him it would. That if it gets a second term, it will be bigger than it is today. That I stress to him that what you're doing to rebuild the military is much appreciated. My view of getting out of the Iran deal is a, is a good move. What you've done in Israel is historic. And uh, the way you've reshaped the federal courts are going to be <laughs> one horrifying. of the greatest legacies. So, Mr. President, you've got a lot to be proud of. Take your case to the American people. But if you get a second term, I think that says a lot about the impeachment process. Uh, and also, could I open mouth kiss you? It, there's no way he's getting a second. I could just feel like in the voice, in the in the tone of his voice, he doesn't even think he's going to get a second right. term. You can just see hear he's it. So full of shit. So hopefully that catches everyone up with the problem with Lindsey Graham. Many, many people have a problem with Lindsey Graham. He's clearly, he's also gotten unhinged. He's, his, you know, John McCain died. He was kind of floating around. He wants more job security. Mm -hmm. He's looking for a group. He sort of was, you know, people called him a lawn jockey and this and that. And Leah Black likes to say that he never had a prom date. And now he's being included into the popular group or whatever. Um, I don't necessarily feel that extreme about it because I'm pretty sure John McCain, you know, had a had a fair amount of popularity. I just think that being his age and yeah, he's he's drunk on the power of being able to talk to Trump and he he's he's being had by Trump because yes, anyone that's nice to Trump, Trump's back to and then goes and talks shit behind his back. I'm yeah. sure makes oh, fun, oh, makes fun of him and whatnot. It's painful to watch, really. I feel sorry for him. Yeah, I because he is so- getting made fun of yeah, behind his back for sure. I don't feel sorry for the other guys. No, but I feel sorry for him. Yeah, because we like him. So. With the dulcet tones, the dulcet tones, they really soothe me. I should do it like an ASMR. I love his voice. I love him. If he called me, I don't even, I wouldn't even feel weird about any gay shit I've implied or blatantly (laughs) insulted him about. I would do anything to like, like talk to him and hang out with him. I love him so much. So um, with the dulcet tones of Senator Graham's hypocrisy ringing in your ears, (laughs) here is Uber lawyer Michael Avenatti. Leaving a message for him at his what, Mimmo, D.C. Senate office? Mm-hmm. 
we'll discuss after. <laughs> Thank you for calling the Washington, D.C. office of Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina. Constituents wishing to share their thoughts with Senator Graham about current events as well as legislation before the U.S. Senate, please do so by pressing 1. If you are calling because you need help resolving a problem, please leave your message for Senator Graham regarding current events as well as legislation before the U.S. Senate. Senator Graham, this is uh, Michael Avenatti. What the fuck happened oh. to you? I mean, you know, 20 years ago, you had some balls. Mm -hmm. In fact, even in 2016, you had balls when you accurately predicted if we nominate Donald Trump and if he becomes president, we will be destroyed and, quote, we will deserve it, close quote. What the fuck kind of pictures does this guy have on you now? Exactly. That you have abandoned all sense of courage, decency, and intelligence. Mm. You're better than this. By the way, good luck in South Carolina because I think you're about ready to get your ass kicked. Take care, Lindsay. <laughs> now, now, see, even with all the fiery rhetoric of Michael Avenatti, <laughs> he's saying you're better than that. Like... You could leave voicemails for some people like Mitch McConnell and you know the words will never these words will never that you'll never say you're better than that. You, like, you don't even meet people who ever once respected them or liked them. Right. They're, he was respected. People like everyone who talked on the new Hillary Clinton, who was just on Howard Stern, said she she can't believe she can't believe what's happening to him. She can't believe it. She said they'd hang out. And she was the one thing she said about him. She was like, he was good company. He was funny. Yeah, he he's was, funny. He's fun. You can like, tell. Come on. And then Angie Knox tweeted us a thing where uh, and it went all around Twitter. But I know that we got it from Angie, but where he was crying over. Oh, that's right. You know, over Joe Biden losing his right. son. It's like he was he's a human being. At one point, he was a human being. And 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 maybe this was before, you know, everybody it's everyone's lost their humanity. It's not just the Republicans and mm -hmm. the Democrats have too, where there's just no, and we see it even with our own friends who they don't, right. they don't care where the money comes from. They want to take whatever money just to win or whatever it may be. It's like you start to lose. Yeah. A sense of it's not just about winning and losing. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and it's sad. And it's funny that he had, had the other side of the coin, I guess, like you said. Yeah, it is sad. So I guess there's hope for him. And that's why I liked, um, Michael Avenatti's voicemail so much. Yeah. Because it was like so spot on. Yeah. I mean, succinct and spot on and the fucking uh, cl uh, quote, close quote. Everybody Ugh. has been wondering the entire time and been saying, is he being blackmailed? Because right. nobody understands why this aggressive of a turnaround, this yep. loud of support, yep. like, fine, do yep. you do what? Right. It, unless South Carolina is absolutely clamoring for fucking Trump. Right. I don't understand how this is buying him any set job security. He's clearly had no problem right. holding the post down for fucking 900 years. Trump sent all of his fucking Julie Giuliani ghouls to all of the senators. Then they got dirt on them. And, they're, you know, it's like Devin Nunes and. You can tell, and Jim Jordan too. Yep, you can like, tell. They're, and if they're anybody's being blackmailed. got, if anybody, yeah, and in fact, those three, particularly, they've and Lindsay, Devin Nunes, and Jim Jordan, they've got some serious raped skeletons falling out of their oh, closets. Oh, and we know, and we know from a 
a reliable source from Ohio State back in the day that everyone knew, including Jim Jordan, that those guys were all getting molested by the doctor or the doctor was shady and was allowed to still. And yes, everybody was walking around being like, oh, my God, did you hear about that fucking shady doctor? And then he still worked there. Right. And apparently, so, yeah. Yeah. So apparently the doctor would go in the locker room and do that shit while they were showering and stuff. Oh, my God. And they all knew. Come on. Now it's time for So There's That. <laughs> part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment in all of the dark negative angry shit swirling around the world she hates doing it and it gets harder and harder every week but on the last day of scrunchy 19 with the unwavering hope that this time next year America will be officially Trump free maybe she was able to find a small ray of light shining through the river of shit did you meow meow well it has come to light that I have done. And actually, I'm going to ask you, how many So There's That's have I done in 2019? Oh, in 2019. Um, I thought you meant total. Oh, a total. Okay. Well, our three-year anniversary just passed. There's 52 weeks in the year. We always take off July 4th. That makes 51. I'm going to round down to 50. That's 150 total. And that is, despite the fact that you do find a way to get out of doing it when we have specials um, holiday specials, debate specials. I'm going to say around 130. Okay. So I've done a total of 130, which would make, which would mean that in 2019 I have done. Okay. So have you done a total of 130 or do you don't know? I don't know. Okay. So then in 2019, we've had more debate specials than we usually do. <laughs> I'm going to say you've done around like, like, like 40 this year okay so i've done about 40 so there's that just in 2019 in 2019 because if you think about doing 120 so there's that's a lot of that's a lot but i wanted to focus on 2019 okay i'm gonna say around 40 okay so i did about 40 of them good for you now that is a lot of bullshit a lot of pulling out of one's ass in order to find some sort of light in the darkness of this presidency and administration but there have been some moments and I wanted to take this opportunity to not really look back because I fucking hate that. Ugh, these retrospectives, these lists, these countdowns. Deal. I want to let you know I hate your roundups. I hate your endless. I hate the best of lists. I hate the countdowns. I can't stand the year in review. Cannot stand. Hate it. And you know what? You're welcome, everyone, because we didn't do that. We're here giving you the content on New Year's fucking E That's right. Money 20. Now, this may be because I need to keep looking forward because looking back is too depressing <laughs> it's kind of like looking in the mirror when you're high just don't do mm -mm. it don't mm -mm. do you'll pluck it. all you'll pluck all your eyebrows out don't you do will it pluck all your eyebrows out don't. and then you'll have to get eyebrow makeup that kind of like sticks on like a tattoo <laughs> yeah don't do it don't well i don't want us to look in the mirror when we're high today but i do want to since this is the last so there's that of 2019 to take this time just to to thank you I'd like to first thank you, the lady, the myth, the legend <laughs> who sits across from me every week, the skinny bitch, the queen of the bed, the tannest of the tan with the whitest teeth. The queen of the bed. You mean the tanning bed? 
no the bed remember we talked about it, how you just you're the queen you're in oh, the, bed. the queen of laying in the bed that's right. right the queen of the world that's what my mom used to call queen me of, queen of the world when works. i would lay in the bed queen, <laughs> queen of the world. Of world my friend and as they say in gay circles my chosen family i want to thank you for this podcast it never would have happened without you literally and for admirably sticking with politics and with me Scrungy oh, that's so nice. Scrungy 19 tightly held our back or on top of our heads and our hair glistened and gleamed. <laughs> and you made scrungies look good, bitch. You're the cunt to my bitch, the bitch to my cunt. And I wish this was the moment I could surprise you and go MSNBC call. <laughs> and they want to buy our show and are paying us more than they ever paid anyone. <laughs> but alas, what I can't afford, what I can't offer you is some soup and some bubbly club soda. <laughs> So there's that. Just kidding. Okay, but I, I already ate there. that. <laughs> this is making me cry. <laughs> this year, we felt the loving embrace of our listeners, and we have been gifted with such generosity and kindness and humor. I don't want Scrungy 19 to go without saying thank you to all of you. We took Scrungy 19 by the balls. We have all gone through so much together, and I want you guys to know that your trials and tribulations, and the joy and the pain you've shared with us via your messages. Your letters have touched us and also inspired us. We are finding our way through this mess together and your commitment to us means the world. I want you to know that we see you too and we do our best to let you know, but in our off-air private moments, we really do regale your revelations to us and we appreciate you. In Scrungy 19, many of you have suffered the deaths and loss of loved ones and that could be actual death. It could be breakups, divorce, loss, trauma, and you've handled it with grace and the tight grip of a loving scrunchie and we have felt that right along with you scrunchie mimi scrunchie scrunchie but there's also been births actual births babies were born in scrunchie 19 <laughs> through all of you we are all reminded that even though the shit storm of the political climate there's life the life we are all leading birth death love loss tragedy personal growth suffering and above all and pam if you're listening you'll know what i'm about to say <laughs> Dare I quote one of our favorite movies, Moulin Rouge, above all, love. Without that, there is nothing. So let's put Scrungy 19 in our hands and squeeze it tight. And just like a scrungy, when we're worrying about Trump or McConnell or what's going to happen to us or our next paycheck, our kids, our family, squeeze that scrungy up as the year ends and watch it bounce right the fuck back. And either put it in the drawer because you don't need it anymore or put it in your hair. And remember that scrungies... Go in the back of your head, not in the front. They go in the back, like the actual year. It will be behind us, and there's everything in front of us, everything. But we will always have that scrungy holding our hair back, <laughs> or when we cut our hair, and we don't need that scrungy anymore. Just feel good knowing it was there. It did its job, and we all had a hand in it. So let's look forward with our scrungies firmly behind us, <laughs> and nothing but the future in front of us, and it looks good. So there's that. So that's it for this last episode of the decade. We want to thank all 14 of you for listening to this shit all year. It was a crazy fucking year. And while it was certainly better than 2018, 
we, like Meow Meow said in the beginning of the show, we had a lot of ups and downs. And the one only true constant in both of our lives was how much you guys mean to us. We love all of you so much. There's not a day that goes by that we don't acknowledge how lucky lucky scrunchie we are to have you and not a day goes by that we don't wish that more people would join our goddamn patreon <laughs> please try it out for money 20 jessica lorenz subscribes to both our patreon podcasts and she says she considers listening to them to be an important part of her quote self-care ritual close quote she did say that she sent us a postcard we read it on the patreon she said she blasts her speakers and bugs on and doesn't care what her fucking boo <laughs> thinks about it mm-hmm. and it's part of her self-care ritual And we love that. And you can be part of your self-care ritual too. Money 20 is about self-care. It's $1 for one podcast a week and $2 for two podcasts a week. They're both an hour. They're not about politics. They can be very hit or miss. (laughs) But honestly, what isn't? Mm -hmm. Just go to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and check the shit out, please. Yes. In this new year, treat yourself to listening to two broke, drunk buffoons talk about nothing that stresses you out. Yeah. We don't talk about anything We might sometimes accidentally trigger you, but for the most part, we really don't talk about anything that should stress anyone out unless you're going to get butt hurt because I think Pete Davidson is a douche. (laughs) And for the last time of Scrunchy 19, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. Happy Money 20, honey. Oh, yeah. yeah. How'd you do, I? See you've met, man faithful hand in hand he's just a little broad dying because when you knocked he thought you were the candy man don't get strung up by the way i look don't judge a book by its cover i'm not much of a man by the light of day but by night i'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme And maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Or if you want something visual That's not too abysmal we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. (laughs) Why don't you stay for the night? Or maybe a bite. bite. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite. 
from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite. So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs> 